Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Honestly, I've been doing laundry for five people lately because basically I'm washing a lot of the baby's clothes too. Luckily, I like laundry. It's like my preferred household chore. Oh, I would do laundry for an hour and then dishes for 30 minutes. And Liz. From the very beginning, there was a time where I didn't really want to talk because I still kind of felt like you were the car mom. And I was just like, no one knows me. No one wants to hear. And now I'm just kind of going on tangents and saying whatever I want. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And we're still here. Still here. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Hope everyone. everyone's day is going well. When is our last episode? Not sure. When will we come back? Not sure. Not sure. But don't fret. It won't be long. If it's if, we're gonna go if ASAP. Yeah. Like unless something crazy happens. Or unless I'm just like not feeling it. But if I'm not feeling it, you come down here and record a podcast, you know? Okay, fine. Like me and Tyler can do I, a I mean podcast. T- the way that Tyler is always like, Oh, I'm gonna save this to talk about next time I'm on the podcast. Like he's like, like, <laughs> like Tyler. <laughs> He is such a stan. He told me that he listened to our Naptime Kitchen episode twice. Wow. That's like, kind of crazy. <laughs> he says we're getting he says we're getting a lot better. Do you feel like we're getting better at podcasting? Um, yeah, I think like well, we're actually coming up on a year. I think our first podcast was on January 25th of last year. I think I saw that somewhere. It came up on like my memories. Mm. Um, so I do feel like from the very beginning there was a time where I was didn't really want to talk because I still kind of felt like you were the car mom and like you were the talent and I was just like no one knows me no one wants to hear from me. like kind of like insecure and now I'm just kind of going on tangents and saying whatever I want I love that but yeah there was definitely a time where I was like kind of letting you lead the way and I just kind of didn't know what to say yeah I think felt, that like, we're getting and I think like it's hard to do I mean it's hard to find stuff to talk about but somehow we just don't let it get to us. Mm-hmm. Luckily, our minds just never stop moving. It's your mind, really. I just kind of react to <laughs> your dumps and we go from there. But we play some fun games. And that's why I wanted like this podcast to be the kind of thing where it's like you pick it up and there's structure. I like a little structure in my mm-hmm, podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate when the hosts just go on and talk about themselves yeah, like, I know, like we're doing so right now. so annoying. <laughs> well, and especially when you're, like, you're starting. No, but when you're starting a podcast for the first time, like I'm trying to get into this podcast because I saw. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what it is, but I haven't listened to it. I haven't gotten into it yet because they spend too much time talking about themselves in the beginning, which I know like that's probably how people feel about like the toast because like Jackie and yeah. Claudia are talking about themselves and I want to hear it because I know them, but it's hard to like pick it up. Yeah. If you don't care, if you don't know them. But I started this new podcast. It's called Normal Gossip. Mm-hmm. And it's just they just read people's gossip and then talk of, like it's people you don't know, though. Oh, really? So like so people like write in, like, write in being like, oh, my gosh, like this happened. Apparently, I, again, yeah. I, I haven't gotten to it yet because like I'm listening to it. And they're like our live show and this and this. I'm like, OK, I just I don't I don't know you guys yet. Yeah. OK. Anyway, I don't know if that's. Yeah, I get that. But we do that. So <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say about that. Um, No, I think it's the pot calling the kettle black. And I think that's a saying that everyone says and people have come out of the woodwork supporting me i still don't under i still don't understand what it means it's being like 
when I point a finger, I'm pointing one at you and three at me. Like, have you heard that before? No. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth. I don't get it. So it's like, it's like you're being a hypocrite. Um, I don't know why, I don't know why the pot and the kettle are black, but you don't want to, if you're like, you're being, it's called you're being, it means you're being a hypocrite. Do like those, uh, the Bible verse of those without sin, throw cast the first stone. That's a good one. Think about that one. What is it? So they're talking about how they want to, in the Bible, they're talking about how they like want to stone this person because they did something wrong. And then Jesus comes up and he's like, basically point one finger, point three at yourself or whatever the heck you just said. Because he goes, let the one without sin be the one to cast the first stone at this person that they want to stone because they like did something bad. And everyone's like, well, we've all sinned. So we can't stone this person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that is iconic. <laughs> that was a good one that is a he good stumped one. them all <laughs> shout out jc um okay so anyway, we have a great show for you guys actually today we're gonna play a super fun great eight i've got a huge industry news update i've got a dump that i've been like working on for weeks a it week feels like weeks i know um so much has happened since we last got to talk it seems um so anyway let's get started with our millennial word Let's do it. So it's time for the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. But before we do that, we'd like to thank today's sponsor, Rocket Money. Say goodbye to last year's outdated disorganized methods of managing your money and say hello to Rocket Money. It is a better way to hack your finances in 2023. Now, Rocket Money is formerly known as Truebill, and it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. Like, how freaking handy is that? It monitor. It also will monitor your spending and will help you lower your bills all in one handy dandy app. Over 80% of the people have subscriptions they forgot about. You probably did too, like maybe that streaming service or that free trial. I know I sure didn't. It was so easy to see all of my subscriptions in one place, and then I was able to cancel them. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money and are saving an average of $720 a year. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash carpool. That's rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Okay, so today's millennial word, I got this over the weekend from a um 15 year old love um who often fills me in on kind of like my inside scoop i love getting the young the mm-hmm. young words yeah i'm not you know grayson's approaching millennial yeah exactly she's almost 21 like i don't know like that's not that helpful anymore exactly um and actually so i'm gonna give you the word and i'm gonna tell you what they told me it means and then i'm gonna just tell you what i googled on okay urban dictionary mm-hmm. and what urban dictionary says um so the word is zesty zesty you'd use it in a sentence as oh that's zesty oh do you know what that could mean like that's interesting that's spicy so spicy according to the internet when you look up zesty slang it's like something that's fun and exciting like lively enthusiastic like oh zesty like you know, like that's cool. That's, you know, mm-hmm. full of flavor and excitement. But the 15 year old told me that they just like say it sometimes when you don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, zesty. So, yeah, exactly. So she's yeah. like, oh, oh, that's, oh, that's zesty. Like sometimes if it's like things get awkward or like you don't know where to fill in uh, something to say, she's say, oh, that's like zesty or like maybe you find something like interesting, but you're not you're not really sure how to react interesting in a good way or a bad way like zesty. 
why does that make so much sense to me? No, like I feel like I totally know when to use it. And we need to get better mm-hmm. about using it throughout the episode. I been, know we kind of we've been we've, slacking on that. I know. So I think zesty is like zesty. a good one to uh to Can I to give another one that like I that I said this weekend that I don't think we've ever talked about on here? Sure. Because you over the weekend became an automotive influencer. I You're did. coming for my job. Yeah. Um and you did like a little tour of your Hyundai Santa Fe mm-hmm. and I shared it and I said a new automotive influencer has entered the chat oh yeah and I just think entered the chat because like yeah. who, I mean I'm a th- almost 30 year old woman like where where did I come up with that obviously the Gen Z's yeah but that's what you would say when it was like someone new came like yeah or like that, like baby stumpy three has entered, entered the chat, the chat. Yeah. like the group chat yeah or we did it with like when the, the Kia, Kia Carnival. Carnival yeah that was a title for the Kia Carnival video when it came out the Kia Carnival has entered the chat zesty zesty anyway let's move on okay so let's get to my driveway dump so the first thing on the dump is not really a dump but it's it's actually a birthday shout out because do you know whose birthday is on january 19th whose blake from from, blake's besties from blake's besties oh my gosh january 19th so we actually had blake's aunt write in okay um and gave us the nice reminder says that her that blake's mom rachel is like still a huge fan of the podcast so we just mm-hmm. wanted to like wish our girl blake the happiest of heavenly birthdays absolutely and we can't wait to do that again in october absolutely happy birthday blake i actually got a message the other day and if you guys don't remember or if you weren't around for it um the month of october is pregnancy and infant loss awareness month it's october right mm-hmm. yeah um so we took the month to read to read stories of the baby's lost and gone too soon mm-hmm. um and it was all inspired by this uh, mom rachel who wrote in about her daughter blake and it was the spin we took on it which like we, we spoke to rachel before we like took this spin on it but the email that rachel wrote was so uplifting and mm-hmm. like such a good me- memorial i guess of blake's life that we're like yeah. that's what we want like we don't like that's the plot the space we wanted to provide was like just tell us the positives like tell us about mm-hmm. the kicks and what you craved mm-hmm. and if they had hair or like whatever whatever the good parts of the life was yeah, because um, it's they they're still your child and they're still a and huge part of your say life their name and say their name and just like don't feel like you have to you can't talk about them um because they're no longer with us so, so we, I, that was the point of so i actually Blake's got besties. a message on the car mom or the carpool. I don't know. I think you were on it too, actually. Um, and it was from this woman who I think she's a chiropractor or a physical therapist, but she had a she had a mom who had lost a baby, and she was like, but because of Blake's best, like lost a baby after like thirteen hours. But she's like, but because of Blake's besties, I was like able to like know how to navigate that conversation mm-hmm. better. And like the mom like loved talking about the baby in a way yeah. where people are just so scared to talk about that kind of yeah. stuff. Where it's like, like. I'm going to talk. I would. I love to talk about my children. Yeah. All of my children. Yeah. So anyway, happy birthday, Blake. Happy birthday, Blake. Um, that was number one. Okay. <laughs> this is so random. You want to know like. Like and everyone's like, oh, Encanto, Frozen, like such killer soundtracks. You want to know who the OG of killer soundtracks was? Tarzan. Elizabeth, yes. Yeah. How did you know I was going to say because that? Because I just, I know. I turned it on for George because and Hattie Phil the other Collins. day. No. I turned, turned up the heat. Turned it on for George and Hattie the other day, and I was like, banger, banger, banger. Some might call it zesty. It is the best soundtrack. Like, Tarzan walked so Frozen could run. Yeah, I mean, you see those, like, memes that are, like, um, Disney producers, we need a soundtrack for this new movie, 
and then Phil Collins with a piano on fire. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. So Phil Collins is one Phil of the right Collins, it. yeah, yeah. Just like the way, and what's nice about the Tarzan soundtrack is like it's not giving kid music. Mm-mm. Like it's like if that came on the radio, I might like not remember that was from Tarzan right away. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, two worlds, one family. So good. It's like wow. Do yourself a fa- honestly. Do yourself a favor. And Spotify, the Tarzan soundtrack, and just turn it on. Mm-hmm. Iconic. Um, okay, mm, I'm back in my ugly era. That's the next thing well, on my driveway well, down. Welcome. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm 39 weeks pregnant. Like, it's just, I'm telling you, it's those days where all of a sudden your makeup doesn't go on. All of a sudden your hair doesn't curl. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like, your lips are chapped. Like, I'm just back yeah. in it. Yeah. I feel like I've been there for a minute, but. And there's just, there's nothing you can do but ride it out. And it's not me. I mean, I think it's like, I'm not trying to like harbor myself or like say, what was me? I'm just saying normalize being your ugly era. I'm back and in mine. And it's okay. And then it ebbs and flows. Doesn't last. No, it doesn't last. Um, okay. Liz, talk to us about press on nails. Yeah. So I um, was in a wedding over the weekend and I super last minute tried to get my nails done. Also to get my toes done. Um, ran out of time. They finished my toes wore closed toed shoes don't know why i got my toes done um and i was like oh my gosh i have to get my nails done so i went to the store and i bought nail polish and i also bought press on nails not i don't even know if they're press on they're glue on so they're glue on nails the brand was like kiss like do not ask me if that is the best brand do not ask me anything because i do not know anything about glue on nails but um i put them i glued them on and they look amazing and they were ten dollars look amazing they were super easy so you like Put, they came in like a square shape but i prefer like almond so i glued them on and then some of them look like too long so then once they're on you can just take your nail clippers and your file and you just file them and clip them into the shape that you want and that's it i would like to know because i think there is like a community of press on nail girls that have been trying to tell the rest of us to get yeah. on the press on nail train and none of us have been listening yeah um so I don't know if it's like, I think like Red Aspen's a brand. I don't know what it is. DM us. If you're a press on, I, I want to, I want a girl with experience. I want, I've been using them for years. I don't want, I did it one time. Yeah. If you're a press on nail connoisseur, mm-hmm. DM me the brand and I'll do it for a, te- a test drive. Cause yeah. I, I'm genuinely curious on, I like, here's the thing. I will say it's like when I, let me, can I feel them? They feel like normal nails. They don't though. Like when I'm like, scr- if I'm like scratching my head or I'm like, scratch like petting the dogs like it's scratching the dogs uh they feel different than when i have really long dipped nails Mm -hmm. um they definitely feel a little bit weaker and then also i did not glue them down all the way so like these are kind of like a french so you can see where like they're they're not glued down and i did have like at brussels sprouts last night and i like i was putting them like putting picking up little pieces and putting them on my plate and like I got some Brussels sprout remnants like stuck in the bottom of one of the nails and like I can't get it out. Now I just have Brussels sprouts in my nails. <laughs> so okay. I don't, So like all that to say is I uh, they're not perfect for me yet. I've also only done them one time and I think I could improve a ton. Um, but for ten dollars, that is saving so much money. It, no, it's ten dollars and it's not going to the salon. And it's not going to the salon. And it took so much less time. I hate like 
The I, nail salon is not like a relaxing. It's a chore. It's, it's a chore. That's why I'm like, I got my nails taken off because like the, when I bring this baby home, like if I have two hours, someone's going to like come over and be like, hey, go like take some time out. I'm not going to go sit in a nail salon. No, that's no, thank a you. horrible experience. Um, I will, I'll give an update on taking them off because that I do think okay. it's going to be a little bit annoying. <clears throat> but I would like to know what the press on nail girlies again. Yeah. Someone with some experience. Yeah. The car mom press, the car mom on press on nails. Let us know which one to get. Okay. Okay. Last thing on the dump is, um, I have reached, you know, not only am I in my ugly era, I'm also in my only three pairs of pants fit me era. Yeah. And that makes things difficult. So, and I have like, you know, I've, I do laundry for, honestly, I've been doing laundry for five people lately because basically I'm washing a lot of the baby's clothes yeah. too. So like, there's so much laundry all the time. Mm-hmm. And like Tyler works a job where it's like, nothing gets dry. He works outside. It's so like nothing gets dry cleaned. Everything gets dirty. It needs to be washed all the time. We have yeah, a lot of laundry. Day, in the house. Yeah. Luckily, I like laundry. It's like my preferred household chore. I hate it. Oh, I would do laundry for an hour than dishes for 30 minutes. I no, I would rather do dishes. I hate doing laundry. I love doing laundry. Okay. Um, Anyway, but now I, you know, I was, so I have all these like laundry baskets around my house. Like I have one in George and Hattie's room, one in my room, one in our bathroom, one in the laundry room, because I just, you know, the people are taking off their clothes everywhere in my house. It's wild here. Yeah. And then I got to the point where it's like, oh, I don't have any pants. Where are my pants? And like, what laundry basket are they in? I, so I was like, I need a 911 laundry hamper because I do yeah. at least, I do at least one, if not two loads of laundry every day. So it's like, if you're throwing lo- a load in prioritize these items prioritize these items but like the problem was i had like one pair of lululemon leggings in george and hattie's one and then like the only bra that i like is in this one and i like i couldn't find my clothes that's a lot to handle so i bought this hamper off amazon it's a super cute hamper it's very thin so it just like goes it like fits in like weird places and it can't fit a lot Mm -hmm. and it is my i don't even call it my personal hamper because i'll also put like like if i buy hattie a new sweatshirt and i'm like this is cute i also want her to wear it this weekend it goes in there and it's my nine Nine one one. It's it's my yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't I need to it. wash. I mean, who cares what shirt Tyler wears? Yeah, it's like who cares what jammies yeah, the yeah, kids yeah. wear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where are my black Lululemon leggings that you have to wear? That I have to wear. That yeah. have to be washed and dried as soon as yeah, I can. As soon as you can. Yeah, I like it. That's I idea. think it's a. I think it's giving nap time kitchen. It's I giving think it's nap giving... time kitchen for sure. So anyway, Kate, if you want to collab, let me know. Yeah, she probably will. I think she wants to collab with me on my feed your to- feed yourself like your toddler first because she said that Liz that was like still iconic and literally mm-hmm. the other day I was making we had pasta Monday and I cut up some grapes and then I like look at my plate and I didn't have any grapes and I'm like give me some freaking why don't yeah, I put, why don't you why don't grapes? I have any grapes why don't yeah. I just put grapes on George and Hattie's plate yeah give exactly. me some grapes I could use some grapes a little antioxidants absolutely if that's what grapes have I don't know what they have anyway I'm gonna end it there but I thought that was pretty star-studded okay that was a good dump thank you for that um do you want to do a great eight? yeah why not okay so the grade eight is a game we play where we take we pick a category we pick eight things within that category and then we debate them until we find a winner Mm -hmm. um shout out to my husband for this idea he's very passionate about it um we are going to do the grade eight of disney slash nickelodeon shows so we have pre-picked four disney shows from our childhood four nickelodeon shows these are all I don't know what you call them live action like they're not cartoons yeah so I just want to like say that sitcoms sitcoms so like because I also could have done this with just cartoon versions as well but we have to have some parameters um and we will debate a Nick versus a Disney one Mm -hmm. until we get to the end and then we'll see who reigns supreme and we did choose we tried to choose them from the same era as in like we didn't 
it was it was hard to pick just four of each but the i would say these are on the later end of my disney disney watching journey Mm -hmm. and also like i don't know if this if anyone else feels this way but the thing with elizabeth and i is sometimes growing up i kind of felt like the we the loser because my friends in like the seventh grade watching friends yeah and like we had younger siblings so So we we, were watching watching disney channel yeah we were still watching like Like, we were never allowed to watch like abc like yeah and also mom and dad were just very strict on what we could watch yeah weren't they strict I, I don't think they were at, I don't I wouldn't call them strict parents because I know that there were people who are like I can't watch Spongebob or like no but I remember being in the eighth grade and having to call mom and dad to ask if I could watch white chicks because it was PG-13 yeah oh yeah when I turned 13 I was like can I go see the Simpsons movie and with some people no. yeah <laughs> Simpsons we could never watch we were Simpsons. never allowed to watch yeah. this so anyway all that to say is they're like just just know like Elizabeth and I we were in the eighth grade binging Hannah Montana yeah, and I don't know if that was normal or not. But maybe. that's I don't know because we had younger siblings. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe but, it was perfectly normal. But yeah, that's where we're at. But also, I didn't even be watching Friends in the eighth grade, so I'm fine with that. Yeah, because what what a treat that I got to enjoy in college. You know exactly. Okay, so our Nickelodeon shows are Nesdy Classified School Survival Guide, Guide, Zoe 101, The Amanda Show, and Drake and Josh. Our Disney shows are Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That's So Raven, Hannah Montana, and Wizards of Waverly Place. It's a Wizards of Waverly Place that I don't know if, like, we just, we, we were too old to watch or not. But I do yeah. remember, like, watching no, it. No, I remember that, too. And we, that's where we, we were going to put Lizzie McGuire movie, but then it felt, like, silly to put Sweet Life versus Lizzie McGuire because, like, they were such different. Yeah, such different, like, time times. periods. Yeah. So, anyway, it's our game. So, those are our so rules. that's what we get to do. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Let's do... So, off the bat, like, just... The Disney lineup's pretty star-studded. I was going to say the Nick lineup Do is you pretty star so? Zoe 101 and Drake and Josh. Uh, the only one that I'm not, like, dying over is the Amanda show right off the bat. Uh, but, like, I love Ned's Classic. Like, I loved all of them. Okay, let's start with Ned's versus Sweet Life. So this is hard because uh, Dylan and Cole Sprouse are... Were they were Elizabeth Knight's major crush. Did you like Zach or Cody? I think I let you like Cody, so I liked Zach. But okay. I think like <laughs> Zach was the like Cody was the nerdier one. That was yeah, 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 yeah. That's I Cole. actually don't know. No, no that, okay, that, that's Cole. Cole. Okay, so he's the guy who's in uh, all the things now. No, all the things now. Yeah, what is Dylan doing? What is Dylan? Up no, to? I think Dylan's like not in the spotlight and like okay with it. Yeah, like, like I by I, choice. You got to think it's his choice because like they were yeah massive child stars. Like they could have been whatever they wanted. Yeah, I think he's fine. Um. Ned's Declassified, though, I like, like what are those guys it. up to? Do you know what I mean? Loved it when new episodes came on. It, I thought the premise of the show was so good. No, and like you would like hear a tip and it'd be like, I remember the most like one of the most iconic <laughs> episodes is, do you remember this? Is like the dodgeball thing. No. And they were like, here's how you always win a dodgeball. And you do the distraction. So you throw up a lob. Oh. <laughs> you throw, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You throw up a lob so they can catch it and then someone else hits them. Mm-hmm. And like the way I was like, I can't be stopped on the dodgeball court now. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. It was... I agree. The premise was fun. It was just, like, so relatable. I also, like, just felt like I was, like, getting tips for, like... Were, they were in high school. Were they in high school or grade school? I think they were in grade school. Okay. No, it felt very, like, life hacky. Yeah. Like... But Sweet Life of Zach and Cody was... But this cute blondie named Seth. Seth. Remember Coconut Head? Like, they had so many good characters. But then we had... um. 
amazing characters in Sweet Life as well. London Tipped. I mean, there there there's so much to it. Ooh, this (sighs) is harder than I was anticipating, actually. I feel like I got more excited when a new episode of Ned's Declassified came out because I thought I was going to learn a life-changing hack. I would agree. However, I think I remember watching Sweet Life of Zack and Cody more But that's because it was like more on, more off. Like, I'm kind of ready to give it to Ned's. I'm not opposed to doing that because I truly remember being so excited to watch that show. I'm going to give it to Ned's. Okay, because that's fine. And I agree. Maybe we did watch Sweet Life more, but then like, was it just on more? Could be. They okay. did also have this spinoff, which... I know Sweet Life on deck. I didn't like that one. No, I don't Maybe know. Maybe we were too old at that point. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Probably. Who knows? Okay, now let's do... See, this is going to get tough, 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 tough. Okay, let's do Zoe 101 versus... Hannah Montana. See, I feel like... Um, I have a similar feeling <laughs> i think that maybe nick was like older kid shows and we were just excited to watch them zoe 101 was like this amazing like wow i want to go to boarding school and there was so much more drama it's yeah. like it was kind of like like i'm pretty sure they like kissed sometime in zoe 101 and that was like whoa i don't think i like was a hannah montana stan i think i would watch it to turn because like, it was on yeah. I don't think I ever like died to like live Hannah Montana's life. Um, I don't think so either. Not. And I think I didn't like I think, you know, the biggest plot hole is, OK, it's just a wig color. Yeah. And like, and it was like to- very. Uh, I remember thinking like at parts that it was like cheesy and Zoe 101 was like the epitome of cool girl. I, I agree with you. So I think it's Zoe 101 for me and you know what i hate to give it to uh jamie lynn spears over miley cyrus but no, because i'm in my miley era, era. Her, that new song she came out with i could buy myself flowers have you um, seen that i love my miley cyrus no. she's really come a long way she's come such a long way but she's and she's also very talented her voice is un <clears throat> i don't care whatever your feelings are about her you cannot tell me she does not have killer pipes and she can just sing she can do it all just her regular voice like she does not need anything and she yeah her she does rock well she does country well she does everything i know so well. I'm, I'm really in my but anyway sorry but hannah. sorry you didn't do hannah great no um okay next let's do drake and josh versus raven elizabeth this is gonna be tough because we loved raven <sighs> oh yeah i did love that so raven um i think raven was just like such a good character and i feel like like I saw an Instagram reel the other day and it was like Raven when she woke up and it was like there's all these like mannerisms like Raven was just such a good actress back then and yeah. like the way she like made these jokes and did these things and like had these mannerisms like it was just iconic. Yeah. Um, but Drake and Josh is so no, good. Drake and Josh was so good. Um, that's so Raven. I felt like there was always a super funny premise to it. Like I love the concept of like she saw some every episode was the same essentially whereas like at the beginning she saw a vision and then she tried everything to avoid that vision and then the vision still ended up happening because of like all of the hijinks that her and mm-hmm. uh her chelsea. Fr- chelsea and eddie and Corey like went through um her what fashion was was um, iconic what i liked about drake and josh though is just the glow up we saw from josh peck mm-hmm. he's come a long way oh i love josh peck now 
Um, but then, like, Drake Bell's kind of a weirdo now. Like, have you followed any of that concept? No. Well, me neither, but I think he's kind of a weirdo. Oh, okay. Um, zesty, I guess. I kind of want to give to That's So Raven, but, like, I did love, love, love Drake and Josh. Um... I think Raven's just like way more. You can gaze into the future. She's getting nasty. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like she's just like, like I don't rem- like Raven made the show. Yeah, but then you have Hug Me Brother yeah, from you, Drake and Josh. Then you have Hug Me Brother. But I still think that that Sir Raven was more of a was more fun of a show. Okay, we'll give it to Raven. Um. Okay. Next, well, then this one's really random. Wizard Beverly plays versus Amanda Show. I didn't like the Amanda Show. I thought it was kind of gross. I don't like. Mm-hmm. like i didn't like like the teeth bit and like it did yeah i i didn't think amanda show was gonna make it that far the thing with the amanda show was there were parts of it that i liked and there were parts of it that i didn't like yeah um should we have given it to should we have done it's all that instead i mean they're giving the same thing yeah they're kind of giving the same thing <clears throat> Yeah, I'm ready to take it. Either way, so Wizards of Waverly plays Selena Gomez. Um, amazing. Yeah, to me, it's wiz- Wizards. Yeah. But I don't really think they're going to win. Selena Gomez was, it is still such a good actress. And she played Alex Russo so well of just the like cool girl, uh, kind of tomboy, just like doesn't really care about anything. Yeah. Like she did her so well. And I liked the brother. What was the brother's name? The brother was a cutie. Both their brothers were cute. Yeah, two they should, it was Max and it was Max, Alex, and I don't remember the. And like, how is this name. giving such Raven? Where it's like she also had a redheaded sidekick. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that's what Raven had a redheaded like sidekick Disney at the time. Yeah, and then like, okay, well, let's give a redhead a main main role next time. Disney. Yeah. Um. Okay. So was his boy really please? Okay, so now we have Ned's Declassified, Zoe 101, Raven, and Wizards. So let's start with... So that's two Nicks and two Disneys. Yeah. So let's do Ned's versus Raven. Tough, tough, tough. Mm. Um, I think it's probably going to be That's So Raven for me. That's so Raven. It's the future I can see. And then like That's So Raven, like a few years ago, went viral on TikTok because everyone was trying to like do the Raven, like when she gets a vision. Do you no, remember I'm that? T- I'm saying... Raven Simone made the show. Um, yeah, you know what? I feel like I needed Ned's Declassified to move it on to one round. I didn't love it enough to move it on past no. another round. Mm-mm, mm-mm, so mm-mm. for that reason, yeah. I agree with that, so Raven. Okay, perfect. That's what I wanted to hear. And then we just will end with... No, we won't end. We have to do the final two. Then we have Zoe 101 versus Wizards of Waverly Place. I think it's Zoe 101. 100% it's Zoe 101. Mm-hmm. And now we have Zoe versus Raven, which is an iconic... I'm yeah. going to Google Zoe 101. I just like, want to get a refresh of the characters. There are so many There's characters. There so many characters. There were so many good characters. Victoria Justice, isn't it? If that was her name. Yeah. Is that her name? or Is that her name, Victoria Justice? Or was that from the show Justice? I don't know. <laughs> you mean Victorious? <laughs> yeah, whatever. I think her name was Victoria Justice. Um, I mean, it is just like the set. And like, why are they at this boarding school? And like, why are there no rules? Felt like there was no rules. You remember like their, their, their pair. Was that the one that had pair phones? And like they always like rode around on those mopeds, like Lola. That was Lola Logan. Here's the thing: I wanted to go to PCA so bad. Austin Butler. Was yeah, it? yeah. Um, it's probably gonna. And also the emotions I felt when Zoe went one got canceled. Oh, 
And what happened? Was it because she got she pre- got pregnant? Jamie Lynn Spears got pregnant. Oh, that is a crazy story. I know. Which like I like at the which time. Which that like added to like the oh, what? At the time I was like, how did how did, how did, how could this even happen? <laughs> like, no. Did that literally? Is that why? And we all know that's why it got canceled. Like, was I Seventeen Magazine so. writing about that? I think so. Wow. So if that a, wasn't why it was canceled, that's what we all thought. That's it was what we canceled. all thought. Why it was so canceled. either way. It is Zoe 101 for sure. So that and so that means it's a Nick show. But both the Nick and the Disney shows. I feel so fine giving it to Zoe 101. Like and I would if you want to argue with me, you know where to find me in my DMs. Yeah, I'm good with it. I feel really good about that. OK. Elizabeth, let's do a total 180. And let's move on to industry news. Okay. okay. So industry news today is brought to you by Edmonds. Okay. Edmonds sent Edmonds was like, Kelly and Liz, you work too hard. You're debating Nick shows. You're debating, you know, Disney Channel shows. Oreo conspiracies. Or so yeah. they're like, we're gonna do like a little roundup of like what's happening in the car biz. Thank you. And I'm like, thank you, Edmonds. Yeah. Like they brought me the data, they did me the things, they brought me the market trends. And I'm but I think it's honestly freaking fascinating because one thing about Edmonds is they, like us, know how to make car content. Justy. <laughs> okay. So let's discuss the current car market for a second. And like, even if you're not car shopping, like this is, let me, let me, let me point a scenario. You're going to be at a kid's birthday party or at a soccer match or at a dinner and someone's going to be car shopping and you're able to get in there and be like, well, hold on. Here's what's happening. Yeah. So if this is as much for if you're car shopping for versus like making you sound like a total baddie mm-hmm. when this comes up in convo mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. someone's always car shopping. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the current market, it is better than what it was. So like we've made, I would say we've made it over the hump. So like if you were yeah. waiting to buy a car, you were like, wow, like we are out of the woods. We are out of the worst of it. However, it's like, it's still not an incredible time, mm-hmm. right? So and so here's kind of what the data from Edmonds talk about. First, they're recommending buying over leasing in the current market, which I could not agree more with. Okay. So lease APR is up to 5.9%. Leases don't technically have interest rates. They have what's called a money factor, but it's basically the cost to borrow the money to lease the vehicle. So it's basically the same thing. So leases are up to 5.9%, and that's the highest since November 2007. And what's slightly different about like leasing versus buying is you're not refinancing a lease. So like even if you if you buy a car right now and your interest rate's really high, technically, yes, you could refinance it. Mm-hmm. And you do a 72-month loan or whatever. Like, yes, you could refinance it in 12 to 18 months. But like, that's not really a thing with a lease. So... You're like getting locked in at that rate for three years, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. Additionally, there's still not boatloads of inventory that manufacturers are dying to get rid of, which means there's no there's no rebate. So like good lease deals happen when the incentives are low. Sorry. Good lease deals happens when there's incentives and low interest rates in today's current market. Mm-hmm. There's neither. Mm-hmm. So Edmonds data supports that. They recommend buying over leasing. I would also recommend buying over leasing in today's market. And just ask. Like when you go to the dealership, be like, could I see lease payments too? And you're going to be like, oh, gag me. Those are not zesty. Not, you're going to say, oh, zesty. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable by those payments. Um, for new cars, you know, interest rates are still high. So make sure you're, make sure like you have to avoid sticker shock mm-hmm. and you have to make sure like you understand like there's no manufacturers i shouldn't say no but i haven't seen any this month no one's being like zero percent for 72 months like that's just not it yeah and like they're affecting payments finance payments by like a good amount of money because yeah. of how high the interest rates are so just make sure like before you go to the dealership don't get sticker shock Edmonds has an incredible calculator where you can literally like um 
type in the interest rate and the price of the car and the sales tax and you mm-hmm. can figure out what you can afford mm-hmm. because like you like do not take a fifty thousand dollar car and divide it by 72 and think that's going to be your payment because right. like it is not even going to be close because of how high the interest rates are um and they also say inventory is low but improving and prices are starting to come down so the good news is prices are coming down even though interest rates are rising but we still haven't like they're like to me, I still think like if you can wait, like the prices are going to continue to come down on cars as the interest rates stay and go yeah. up. So I think car prices are going to come down before interest rates are going to come down. Okay. Um, and then inventory is expected to grow by this is this is really good from Edmonds. Inventory is expected to grow by ten percent each month over the first half of the year. So inventory is coming. With inventory, you mean less wait times for vehicles, more options, and hopefully better prices because there's cars on the lot. There's more cars on the lot, which means hopefully we see like manufacturers for new cars like want to put a bonus cash, want to put a loyalty credit, want to put something together to start to move some of these vehicles. Mm -hmm. Especially as we get to like, you know, the later half of 2023 when 2024 start coming out. Right. Okay. For used cars, I thought this was a good tip from Edmonds. They said to look for CPOs that have incentives like APR or cash. So CPO stands for? Certified pre-owned. You are such an automotive influencer. Thank you. And CPOs are cars where the manufacturer certifies them by extending the warranty. But when they extend the warranty, a lot of the times certified pre-owns come with special financing rates. Mm -hmm. So your typical used car is going to get whatever market is for used cars. However, CPOs might get lower rates. So even Mm -hmm. if the CPO costs more than the used car, so like let's say you're looking at a Volkswagen Atlas. Let's say Volkswagen does an APR special on their CPO. Okay. Even if that CPO Atlas is more a thousand dollars more than the one that the Honda store has, don't forget to take into account if it has a special rate because it's a CPO. Right. Is everyone following? Yes. Okay. They also said that average used vehicle pricing and trade-in prices are starting to fall. So the average used vehicle pricing in December was 29533 which is down 5.3% from when it peaked in April 2022. Okay. 5.3% significant. Yeah, 5.3% is it's significant. Yeah, we're heading in, a, in the better direction for sure. However, trade-in values shot up to 25k for the first nine months of 2022 but are declining in value december 2022 average trading value was 22,605. the decline in values is part due to seasonally the closer we get to the end of the year the older the vehicle mm-hmm. is so that meaning like you know when you trade in and i always warn people about this like when you buy it's kind of like liz i don't want to trigger you but it's oh. kind of like half a dozen in one hand six in the other have you heard of that no (laughs) you're such Ah! a car salesperson but it's kind of like you know if you buy like a lot of people always want to buy like year-end specials they're like i'm gonna buy a a leftover 2022 model okay well in 2023 basically like your car's already a year older so like it's and i'm not saying it's like not a reason to buy and like if you get a good deal on a 2022 that's great but do be aware like when you go to trade in that car in four years it's a five-year-old car it's a five-year-old car not a four-year-old car because like no one cares when you bought it. Right. They care what, what model year it is. So just like something to think about. So yeah. that's kind of what they're saying with the trade-in prices. Because mm. we have a new year, now all those cars are a year older. I see. So also like... Just like, yeah. Worth... So on, on your used cars, though, I always say like worth checking the car facts to see when the vehicle was bought. Right. Especially when you're worried about like things like mileage. Like if you're like, dang, that's a high mileage car. Well, when did they buy it? Oh, they bought the 2019 and 2018? Yeah. So let's right. actually give it like another year yeah. of mileage per year. Okay. Or they, vice versa. Yeah. Or vice versa. Okay. Yeah. They don't, whatever. 
Um, so anyway, let me explain this saying to you. Half a dozen in one hand, six in the other. What is okay. what do you think that means? Half a dozen in one hand. I have no idea what that could possibly mean. <laughs> I have no idea. I think we need a new segment where Kelly says a very common phrase. I I, six I don't know. Think about it. half a dozen in one hand. How many is that? Half a, so we have six. Oh, half a dozen, so six and six. <laughs> yeah, That's it's the, the same, same thing. But it's like look. Okay. <laughs> half a dozen what? Whatever anything oh my gosh half Elizabeth. a dozen eggs have you ever heard the saying one um i don't you know what i'm gonna say it for next time okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start this as a game everyone send me your phrases that elizabeth should know okay um okay so anyway that was about trade and value so unfortunately your trade and values are declining so like not to sound like a car salesman but your trade's worth the most it's ever going to be today because you got half a dozen in one hand six in the other <laughs> they have to rob peter to pay paul <laughs> and say, that's the, and that's the pot calling the kettle black oh gosh. okay um anyway what was where was i going with that uh i don't know we took a long road away from that okay oh trade and trade and prices have fallen so like i said ah. your trade is worth the most it's ever going to be today oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like find out what your trade is worth and it's just, that's like something tyler does this every single month he figures he likes to figure out our net worth every single month um so every month he puts his trade to figure out what the value is so you can go to edmund's website it's super easy like their trade appraisal tool takes minutes and it's like one of the few trade appraisal tools where no one's going to call you which yeah. i i value especially someone who's like always looking up like what people's cars are worth, what's yeah. a good deal. Mm -hmm. So go to Edmund's trade appraisal tool, find out what your vehicle's worth. Write that number down. Information. Even if you're, listen to me, even if you're not, because one, mm -hmm. it's going to tell you, is your vehicle worth more than what you owe? Mm -hmm. Or is it worth less than what you owe? And then do it again, do it every three months. Yeah. And see, and see what the rate of, see for yourself. And see what the rate of how fast you're paying off, paying it off versus how fast it's depreciating. Because yeah. that number is very important to determining when you could upgrade your car, quote unquote, like skid free, skin free. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Scott free. Scott, Scott skin, <laughs> skin free. Like skin free. Sure, girl. Is, it's is this another one of your <laughs> terms? Okay. Um, they also, Edmonds also gave us some data that says, we also have new cars that are selling at or below MSRP. For 10 months of the last year, new cars were selling above MSRP. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Um. And then it also says, you know, used car values are going to be heavily influenced by new car prices. And as inventory for new cars begin to see price reductions and inventories increase, used cars will also continue to decline in value. So anyway, Edmonds, like I said, I mean, I feel like I've talked about them through this, but like so appreciative of them saying over this like market recap. Yeah, like, that, no, that's needed, fascinating. Needed to hear it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would really recommend using their car payment calculator to figure out how much an interest rate really does affect a loan payment. Um Make sure you know what your trade is worth. And then when it comes to shopping inventory, I love using Edmunds inventory tool. It's mm -hmm. incredibly updated. Like literally, our, we send, SunTrip sends all of their inventory to Edmunds. And it's one of the most accurate on getting pictures, on getting prices. Um, and Edmunds through through the portal, like will tell you good deal, bad deal, price drop. Like they, mm -hmm. they, they keep it updated with what the dealer is doing because dealers adjust their price every yeah. week. And now that we have cars that are sitting on lots longer, it's going to be important for us to start tracking how long a vehicle's been on a lot and how much we've done price drops. Because before it was like, we dealers weren't even putting them online. Yeah. Because they were selling that fast. Yeah. And it's no skin off Edmunds back who oh, you buy from. So that's, it's like, that's kind of a saying. Oh, yeah. So they're they're not trying to sell you a car. So they're no, telling they you don't good, take, bad. Like, yeah. They don't take money from dealers to like be on page one. A car, like yeah. that's like they're 
for the consumer. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And so they're for the karma. Them. And we're for Edmonds. So anyway, check out Edmonds.com. Thank you, Edmonds, for sponsoring today's episode and all and the industry news. And I thought that was like kind of like, like I'm like kind of like recapped that really well, actually. I think you did a wonderful job. Okay. Um. So let's do our digital drive through. Okay. We give you a fun recipe to mix it up and get you out of your dinner rut. Oh I, yeah, I can tell you what I'm making for dinner tonight. Please, and then I have I have a I have an email. I'm not sure if I've talked about this one before, but good reminder. Po- also goes along with pasta Mondays, uh, chicken pesto pasta. Um, I just buy pasta, chicken, and pesto in a jar. What kind of chicken are you doing though? Um, I do like the little tenders, and actually, I really want to try and learn how to make blackened chicken. Oh yeah. But um really just depends on what I'm in what I feel like doing. I think I might just do this one in a pan. Um cut it up and uh throw it all together. If you want to do the most, you can make your homemade pesto. I didn't do that. But um just like a really easy way to take essentially spaghetti and meatballs and make and it do just a like different sauce with protein. More elevated. Yeah. Different sauce, different protein. Right. And that's that's the magic formula. Exactly. I also have another one that I thought looked amazing. I'm also, as everyone knows, in my Culver's era, in my red meat era, if you will. Yeah. Um, and this is from Amy. And she says, hello, lovely ladies. I made this for dinner tonight and I had to share. Philly cheesesteaks. I used to make this for my husband. He was a med student and forgot about it until a week ago. Isn't that always how it goes? Yeah, I know. You're just like, memory unlocked. Okay, so you get thinly shredded beef she goes i found mine in the meat case with the ground beef sometimes they have a frozen variety too also like this is something i didn't do until my adult life it's okay to like talk to the guy behind the meat counter yeah and be like mm-hmm. hey what would you use for filler cheesesteaks yeah and he'll be like let me shave you something really quick right and like they like the way that i was so intimidated to do that for so long yeah i mean you shouldn't go in there and feel like you have to know everything no like get some information they're the experts mm-hmm um bell peppers and onion provolone slices and then hoagies she used leftover mm. hot dog buns which like i'm always of course how many leftover, times do we need i have leftover hot dog buns in my i'm about to throw them away i have four left but like i don't have my hot dogs what am i gonna do elizabeth you're gonna make these right so you slice your bell pepper and onions into small strips you saute those with a little olive oil salt pep easy um and then you put the beef in the skillet cook that when the beef is cooked through, mix your veggies, throw a slice of cheese on top, cover with a lid to melt the cheese, grab your buns and slide it in. Make a little aja. Aja. And she also did homemade steak fries because Amy's doing the one thing about mm-hmm. Amy is she does the most. Mm-hmm. Slice potatoes into ace, eighths, bathe in olive oil. I <laughs> she used the term bathe. Yeah. Lay in single layer on a cookie sheet and roast for 40 to 40 minutes at 425. I mean, like, this is what she sent. Like, my mouth is watery. She sent a picture. Yeah, that looks great. I know. And you know what? I was going to say, I was like, I do think that good bread can make or break a, a, a sandwich or something. But actually, the, from this picture she she sent us, the hot dog bun looks like it's getting the job done. No, I kind of thought the same thing. And when, when she said that, I was like, oh, well, I think I'd want to do like a nice, like, bri- it's a like nice, shut up. Yeah. Like, also, use what you have. Yeah, exactly. Also, okay, go get one for you and then give your husband a hot dog bun. Right. What's he, he care? doesn't care. What's he care? He has a problem. He can make it. Perfect. And that, <laughs> and that's our episode. And that's a zesty, zesty episode. Maybe I was trying to think of a way to put an entered into the chat, but I, I couldn't. Well, next time, Baby Three has not entered the chat. Baby Three has not entered. Oh, the should chat I give yet. a baby name clue at the very end? Wait, when sure. does this episode come out? Thursday. Thursday. Okay. People are guessing. Do should I just say a name that it's not? Sure. I know you don't like when I do that, but what else do you mean to say? 
I don't know. You want to say how many letters are in it? I don't even know how many letters are in it. Are you sure? Did you spell it right? I Yeah. Hold on. Let me type it in my phone really fast. Okay. <laughs> no, my... Literally, when I was... <laughs> stop. You're throwing me off. When we were trying to name... Hattie, I was like, tell oh, her. Wait, it might have this many. I might have. Oh, I stop. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, why do I? <laughs> yeah, it's it's nine. Nine. Nine letters. Anyway, we were trying to name Harriet. I was like, tell her, spell Harriet. And he's like, I don't. Yeah. But then he figured it out. Well, okay, so there's, so there's nine letters in the full name. Okay. It's a lot. That is a lot. And, and that's it. Three of the letters are. A, a D, an R, and an E. Yes, yeah, so those are the only clues you've given. <laughs> and, I said, and I said farm, and it's a name. It, 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 no, 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 so you've obvious. given a lot, but you've given a lot, but I just didn't want you to give away any more letters. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I won't be doing that. And then remember, it's a name like, think Robert, Rob, Robbie. Yeah. And honestly, the Robbie version of the name has kind of been growing on me lately. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll see when he comes out. We'll see what we end up calling him. Yeah. Isn't it funny how like nicknames just happen? Yeah. Like Elizabeth's nickname in our family is Bia, which like, doesn't that mean B-I-T-C-A? <laughs> kind of. Mm, isn't that a, isn't that a slang so. term? I don't think so. Oh, what do I know? Um, Yeah, you just, and yours is do. Mine's do. Whatever that means. Like my dad calls me do and Kelly, and my dad calls me do and Elizabeth Bia. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so thank you guys so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Make sure you head on over to our Instagram. uh, Leave us a five-star review, and we will see you most likely on Tuesday. And if not, it's because I'm having a baby. Um, Or I had a baby, I guess. Right. So So we'll see. We'll we'll probably probably see you Tuesday. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.